Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Aloha, everybody, and welcome to Spirit Chat Radio. Today, we are going to be talking about past lives. I did a post on this again, and I always talk about the Higher Purpose Learning Group, but we do a lot of stuff in there, you guys, so if you're not a part of the Higher Purpose Learning Group, totally check it out. If you're interested in this podcast or these podcasts, you will be interested in things that we talk about over there. We do spirit chats. We do, we, I post psychic exercises. We, uh, I just post, I post energy reports. We do all kinds of stuff over there. And uh, I, the reason I started that group, just so that you guys know, or whether you're listening and you're part or not, is I noticed that on my regular Facebook page, people would ask me questions. But a lot of times they would private message me because they didn't want other people, friends or family or whatnot, to see some of the questions that they were posting. They didn't want to be judged or feel like they were asking a stupid question. And truthfully, I really have a lot of people on that page. So I totally got that. Anyways, I formed a private Facebook group for people who didn't want to be asking questions in a, it was like, and have their family members read it. It was a safe place for people to feel like that they could ask questions regarding anything spiritual and it was not a dumb question. None of the questions in there are dumb and it's funny how many messages that I get from people saying, I've never even asked a question in this group, but I get so excited about learning all the stuff from everybody else who's asking questions that I love reading through the, uh, the news, or well, I guess it'd be this discussions. I love reading through the discussions in this group. I find it fascinating and I've learned so much. So even if you, you don't want to ask a question, people is, it, are just loving reading through all the questions and the answers that we go through in the higher purpose learning group. And you can, if you don't know where to go to get in there, you can go to my Facebook um, page or, and you can request, cause a lot of times I will put links on there or you can actually go to keystospiritworld.com and request it there. Uh, it'll either say spirit community or it will say, um, higher purpose learning group. And then it's invitation only because we do monitor, uh, the type of people that come into the group because we want this group to be very active and it's not an advertisement group and we want it to be active with conversation and stuff that you guys can learn from. That being said, I keep getting a lot of questions about past lives and I don't think I've ever done a post on this or, um, or a radio show on this. So we're going to talk a little bit more about this. So we're going to get down to the nitty gritty and basically what happens. For those of you who are, are new to this subject, what happens is we spend, and I just did another podcast on this, but we actually spend most of our life, unbeknownst to people who think that we spend most of our life here on earth, we spend a lot of our, most of our 
our existence on the spiritual realm. But while we're in the spiritual realm, we do need to learn and grow on a soul level. And so what happens is we incarnate. That means we come down into a physical body in the earth plane or other dimensions, which I'm going to talk to you a little bit about. And so you will physically incarnate somewhere other than the spiritual realm. And these are called lifetimes. And you've been doing this since the beginning of your existence. Some people do it more than others. When I do readings on people, because I am very trained in past life regression as well, um, but I don't really need to do a, I don't need to do a regression, a regression on somebody because I can psychically see their past lives. But when I tune into them, people normally have between 35 and 51 lives. They can have less, they can have more, but that would be what I would say is a good average that you would be incarnating here or in another dimension between 35 and 51 times. And so that means you've had several different lifetimes. Now, these lifetimes, what happens is you sit with a spirit guide and you sit with some angels and you sit sometimes with a council. And the reason that you incarnate is you want to learn and grow and experience some things that you don't experience in the, the uh, spiritual realm. We experience uh, negativity. You experience free will. You experience um, just going through different grief situations. You learn and grow by having some good and not so good experiences while you are in a lifetime that would be somewhere that was not in a, in the spiritual realm because in the spiritual realm the negativity is really held at bay and you are very free flowing in a positive manner and you're you're very in tune with the universal laws and you're very um, things are really easy they're created by your thought that the knowledge is just endless and when you incarnate into another realm you're relearning you're re-experiencing and you have to learn how to uh, keep negativity at bay. You have to learn how to protect yourself. You have to learn. You grow from these experiences. And so you sit down with a, your angels and your, your main guide for sure, and then you will have other guides potentially that sit with you or a council um, if you have a council. And you will lay out uh, so different things that you want to experience. A lot of the things that are put in your chart, it's called a birth chart. And so a lot of things that are put in your birth chart would be uh, relationships that you're going to have and experience in your life, children, um, because those are chosen. The children pick you. You you will be working with their guides, and, and uh, your children will be written in your chart. Um, marriage, divorce, uh, major events like that, they will all be charted in your birth chart. And then you'll come down to the um, dimension that you've chosen to come down to, and you will begin to live life and experience things. Now, there, since, since there's a lot of major things that are put into your chart and that they are charted in, you will also be experiencing free will. And so this is something that I inform people when I do readings on them because everybody thinks every, you know, these things are all set in stone when not everything is set in stone. Maybe from you getting from point A to point B, 
A and B is set in stone, but how you get there, how you handle a divorce, how you handle having children or certain situations, certain relationships in your life, a lot of that is your free will. And you get to choose how that you move through from point A to point B. And this is part of the whole life experience of why that we come down and experience these lifetimes here. And that is really a cool thing because let's say you come to somebody like me and my clients, I talk to about this a lot. I, I tell them you can alter your path a lot of times. Like you are still going to have the major things you're going to experience, but you can alter your path a lot of times if you don't like the way that something is going. And so that's really important and very cool. Now, when you come down, you will still have your, you will be assigned a main guide for sure. You will usually have some other guides and then you will have angels that come. And what I'd like to do now is discuss some of the questions that people have for me when we're talking about past lives. The first and main question I get a lot is about family reincarnation. Do my kids, do my significant others, siblings, parents, do they have other lifetimes with me or will we have other lifetimes together? You want to think of it this way. If each of you had 35, again, to 50 past lives you guys have had, you're not always incarnating at the same time. However, that being said, usually the people who you are closest to in your lifetime you will have had several other lifetimes with. Now, that doesn't mean, you know, you may have had five lifetimes with or 12 lifetimes with or whatever. You may not have always been the same. In fact, the likelihood of you being the same all the time is, um, well, I guess it could happen, but what I'm saying is a lot of times maybe your children uh, were your parents or your sister was your good friend or your good friend was your child. Like there's so many different dynamics that can happen. And the chances that you've had lifetimes with those people are very, very high. But there are also people who you do not know in this lifetime, who you also have a very close relationship with who are on the other side. And so that's why when you've had dreams about them, Sometimes people will have dreams and they'll wake up being like, oh my gosh, I remember you. And then you wake up going, I have no idea who that person was. That's because they came to visit you and you have a very strong connection with those people on the other side who have not incarnated in this lifetime. So if you imagine that the people that you are closest with in this lifetime, there are other people like that who you are also very close with that have not incarnated in your lifetime right now. That's kind of interesting and cool, but that will explain why sometimes you'll dream of those people and you will not remember them in this lifetime, but you will feel very close to them. And a lot of times you may even, or your children, children remember, not always, but a lot of times you remember past lives and they may remember being a part of your life or they may remember your being your grandma. I mean, there's lots of stories like that. That actually happened in my own lifetime, or with my son, when, uh, I'm sure you guys have heard me tell this story, but it just cracks, cracks me up, when my son wanted some ice cream one day, 
And I said, of course, you can have some ice cream. And he was four years old, and he's, like, so excited about it. And he says, Mom, you are way better than the mom I had in my last lifetime. And I was like, oh, really? And he said, yeah, I didn't like her, but she was only my mom in one lifetime, and you've been my mom in four lifetimes. And then he proceeded to tell me, but I didn't have my same dad in that lifetime. My dad was a different dad. And so it was really interesting. So we talked about that for a little while. He remembered that very vividly. And I remember instances with my daughter as well. So you most likely have had instances or you may even had a slight memory or your children may have had a slight memory where you maybe have brushed off but most likely for the people who you're really close to you've had other lifetimes with them pets that's another one that I get a lot I get a lot of people asking me do we do our pets incarnate with us or reincarnate with us yes they absolutely do I read someone not very long ago that had had several lifetimes with one of her pets like four lifetimes she was really upset that when they had passed but in the same regard you have to remember you also have other pets potentially that are on the other side that you've had in other lifetimes that you may not even recognize now but absolutely will pets be part of your incarnation process the one of the things that people ask a lot about is anxieties too or different things that they've experienced. Can this be tied to another lifetime? Uh, most likely, those things are tied to another lifetime, in my experience. A lot of times that they are, especially if they came out of the blue. So, for instance, if you have a fear of water, let's say. Let's say as a child, you fell off a boat and felt like you almost drowned or something. Um, that's a very valid fear from this lifetime. But if you don't know why you have a fear of water, and I see this often, um, my mother-in-law has a huge fear of water. Now she can't swim, but her fear is definitely past life-related because I can tell when I'm around her. Um, but so things that you would be afraid of that you didn't necessarily have an instant. Um, somebody had asked about being very terrified or anxious of rock walls. When they go by, absolutely, there was a past life incident of that rock wall with that person or of a rock wall, not the. And so anxieties can absolutely carry from one lifetime to another lifetime. Usually it, it when it comes to an anxiety, it pertains to a way that someone had passed or gotten very injured in another lifetime. So that is really common. Sometimes those fears will come out of the blue at the time of the incident that it happened in another lifetime. So what I mean is, let's say, maybe you never had, although this is probably uncommon, but I'm just going to use this for an example. Maybe you never had a fear of heights until you got like to be 24 or something. And then all of a sudden out of the blue, you have this huge fear of heights. That's what I'm talking about. Or some irrational fear that does not connect to any event in this lifetime, that's a past life uh, memory that has come to the surface. And it's not uncommon. It is actually very common for them to surface at the time in your life now that an instant had happened with some or, or with you in another lifetime. So like if you drowned or 
you know, something happened with a wall or you got shot or whatever. Another thing that I find very common is when people have an irrational fear of potentially losing a loved one or a specific loved one, like a child or um, whoever. I, I had a friend that all of a sudden had developed a fear of losing her husband out of nowhere. And it was really weird. It's her ex-husband now. But she had a really strong fear of losing him for about two years. And I knew she'd like to wear, like he'd leave. She'd want him to call when he got to work, that type of thing. And it was because of a past life uh, thing that had happened between the two of them and that she had lost him at that exact same age in another lifetime. And so that eventually went away and then they ended up getting divorced. So (laughs) I don't know why that even matters, but, um, so that would be a very good example of that type of fear coming from one lifetime into another lifetime. Scars. Those are interesting because a lot of times children will remember, um, not scars. I mean, birthmarks, sorry, birthmarks. They will remember as, um, children a lot of times that they were shot here or stabbed here Uh, and so birthmarks usually carry over from a scar of some type of injury that they've had in another lifetime and so that's really quite interesting if you look at the birthmarks a lot of times if you look at your birthmarks or birthmarks of when your children or something you will begin to form a picture of something that happened in that area of the body and so you'll be maybe feel it or see it um, in your mind's eye or something, you can get a, a sense of what happened and you can do that on your own self and you can get a sense of maybe what type of injury that you had with a birthmark. And that's really interesting. So let's talk about other dimensions. I think that a lot of people are under the impression, although not all, that we incarnate here on earth always when that is not the case. There are other dimensions where you can reincarnate. And I see this more often than you would realize there are many people who have said, I, I feel like I'm not from here. And often I will see that they are not from here. The, the, when I look at their, li- their lifetimes, I can see if they've incarnated here or in other places. Now, you can incarnate, let's say, in the physical realm. Then you can maybe incarnate in another dimension a couple times. And then you can incarnate here. But for those who feel like that they are not from here or something doesn't resonate with them here or they feel like that they've never quite fit in, they're very fascinated with star people, that sort of thing, most likely if you're one of those people, you've spent most of your lives incarnating in another dimension. And so this happens more than you'd think. It really, really does. And so you can have where you've incarnated 30 lifetimes in another dimension, then maybe five lifetimes here, and you just happen to be here right now. And there's some things that go along with people who feel like that. They may feel, while they're here on Earth, they may feel very homesick when they don't know why. They may feel a longing for something or another place, then they don't know why. The interesting thing is there are a lot of movies that will depict similar scenes or scenery type places of other dimensions. And so they may actually see another movie. Let's I'm just say like Thor 
or Avatar or whatever, they may see a movie that resonates with them somehow so deep in their soul that they're like feeling homesick or very drawn to that movie and they have no idea why. And that is also a sign that you have had a lot of uh, lifetimes in another dimension that is not here on Earth. It's, it's way more common than you'd think. Um, it, it's, some people might call them, you know, may, they may say, well, was I an alien? Well, you could have been, but there's different types of beings that also incarnate. So you have the star people, and then you have, like, regular people like us that are very similar to the star people. And then you have alien beings um, that are similar to their own type of being, just like you have animals that are their own type of uh type of soul and spiritual being and so we have all kinds of different beings so it doesn't necessarily mean you were an alien it means you were more a star person because aliens also have their own realm of incarnation um, that are a little bit different than ours so you may be from another dimension more often than not if you're feeling very homesick or feeling a lot of those and by more often than not, I mean you may have incarnated normally in another dimension, but then you happen to be here for this lifetime. And so that can happen for all different kinds of reasons. Um, I've seen it happen from where we there was an actual council discussion. They decided to put a person in another dimension for a specific learning experience. Um, maybe they want to be in another dimension for a specific learning experience. Um, there's lots of consulting that goes on before you incarnate into another dimension because you need to have guide approval and that sort of thing. And so how can you tell what maybe what era you were in or what your past life was like? I'm actually going to do a past life regression meditation in one of my uh, classes that I have coming up because I am trained in that. I've been trained in that for many, many years. Um, even though that I can see your past life, it's really fun and really a cool experience when you can walk somebody through a past life regression and they can see their own past life. That's really cool. And so I'm going to work on doing that for one of my up and coming classes, um, my uh, spirit communication class. And so that being said, how do you tell who you were in another lifetime or where you were in another lifetime? Most often, you are drawn to a culture of a lifetime that had some significant impact in your life. You are drawn to either a culture or you are drawn to a place on earth, uh, a country, um, and a, a type of environment you are drawn to um, a type of music. It, there can be all kinds of different things. So if there is another place in the world that you are always been very drawn to, so for instance, my daughter has always been very, very drawn to Paris, um, the, then most likely you had a very significant past life there that's made, made some type of, it could be good or it could be bad, impact in your life, but somehow that resonates with you. And if you go to those places, a lot of times you will begin to feel like home or you will begin to feel like, oh, like I know this area somehow. I have no idea, but I know this area. Um, there will be time frames or eras that you most likely will be drawn to. So 
you want to ask yourself, what parts of the country or the world am I drawn to? Like, what do I really, really love? Where am I, where am I drawn to? Where, where would I love to visit? That would be one thing that you would ask yourself. And another thing would be, what time frame or era are you most drawn to? Do you feel resonates with you to your um, soul? So like you might see it in movies. It, it's uh, um, easy to tell when you watch movies because you might have a time frame like maybe a maybe you're watching a movie about castles or a kingdom or something and you really resonate with seeing these castles and it may be maybe all of the above it may be the time frame it may be the um area it may be um the type of people the culture that was going on at that time and you're just feeling like oh that I feel like really good when I watch this or I feel like not so good when I watch this, but it's something really clicks with you one way or the other, then you have absolutely had a, a past life in that era or that time frame. I also, um, my daughter, I remember she had to read the diary of Anne Frank in middle school and man, did she have nightmares. She started having memories and nightmares of being in a concentration camp, um, that, so things can also books, movies, that type of thing can trigger you to dream about a past life and to have a past life memory surface. A lot of times people will have past life memories occur in, uh, in dreams, even whether they're noticing it's being triggered by something or not. And they kind of brush it off as, oh, that was a dream. But if you are in a different era in your dream, a different time frame in your dream. You're noticing that they're wearing different types of clothes. You're in a different part of the country that you maybe have never seen before but seen on TV. Um, you may be a different age in your dream if you're noticing you're a different age. Uh, all of these things represent you remembering a past life and having that experience at that moment and remembering what was going on at that time. And so dreaming is a super common way to experience and remember a past life. Um, like I said, movies and things are also a very common way to trigger a memory of a past life, um, whether it be like a, like a, an avatar type of movie or just like a regular, um, I don't know, Game of Thrones type of movie where they're going over the kingdoms or something of that nature. Um, although that's kind of not really real, but you know what I mean, like a, a different... A historical maybe type movie or something or a western or a war movie there's all kinds of things that can trigger a past life memory or something that resonates with you deep in your soul running into a person can trigger a past life memory um, usually if you've had a past life with somebody when you meet them let's say that they're not a family member or whatnot um, when you meet them you will feel immediately like, I feel like I know this person. Like, you will feel like you're not strangers somehow that you've met before or that you, you yeah, that you're just not strangers. There's not that weird, awkward thing going on. Uh, with family members who you've had more lifetimes with than others, you will feel closer with those people. Like, let's just say that, you feel closer with your mother than your father, or let's say that you feel closer with one cousin than another cousin. That's not usually how you think it is. 
That's not usually just because you have a lot in common with that person. It's almost always because you've had, you have a very uh, deep connection on a soul level with that person through different past lives. And sometimes, and often actually, I would want to replace the sometimes with often, uh, this can happen in relationships. And it's not always good. If you've had past life relationships with somebody and you are in a significant other type of relationship that seems very toxic and you cannot for the life of you just seem to let it go or get out from under this relationship. And it doesn't have to be a significant other type. It can be with anybody, a friend, a family member, whatever. But um, you just feel like you cannot part with this person for some reason. You just feel like it just you're stuck and bound together and they just... You can't function without them somehow. I, I know that a lot of people just call that codependency. I call that a lot of unfinished business with past lives. Um, yes, you will have codependency in there, but the codependency usually happens because you are feeling this ridiculous, strong past life connection with this person. And there's some unfinished business usually and that type of thing. The thing is with a, a, a relationship is... Many times this relationship could have been good in the past and then maybe in this lifetime it's not so good. And so you may be holding on to something that was really good before but no longer is good in, for you in this lifetime and that can really throw people off because they want it to be good so bad and they want to have that feeling again so bad that they're just determined to try to make it happen and it's just not happening. So... That can also be a very good indicator if you've had past lives with somebody is how like kind of drawn to them that you are. And that can be good and not so good in a lot of different ways. The most important thing is to become aware of if the relationship is healthy or if it's toxic. And usually when I do readings on somebody and they come to me and they're in a toxic relationship and I definitely see the past life connection, once that they're aware that there's a past life connection there that they're trying to break, that actually helps them break it right there. Once they become aware that, oh, that makes sense, this is a deeper thing and this is not a this lifetime thing, it actually helps them release that person from their life and makes them realize that that's just, they're continuing something from another lifetime that's probably not going to happen. Another thing that I will see on occasion is somebody who is more aware of their, their past, their past lives, and more maybe spiritually aware of themselves, and they will feel a connection with somebody who the person is not feeling the connection back. And that can be really frustrating um, so they're feeling this past life connection and that person may not be very aware of their own spiritual body and where they're at on a spiritual level. And so they can sometimes not feel the connection back and then it becomes a one-sided relationship and that's no good either. You want to always make sure that regardless of the past life connection, that you're actually in a positive, uplifting you relationship amongst family and friends and um, lovers and that you uplift each other in a positive manner because it can it can really take a toll on your soul 
when you force something because you feel like you have to be with this person. You, it becomes an obsession sometimes when they have a past life connection with somebody, when you have a past life connection that you feel like you are really close with this person. And if it's a toxic relationship, that can really take a toll on your soul. So always ask yourself, is this person a good make a, do they make a positive impact on my life? Are they a good influence? Do we, do we make each other better people? And if yes is the answer, absolutely amazing that you found this connection and wonderful move forward. But if no is the answer, and this should just be a rule of thumb, I guess, with past part regardless of past lives, you need to let it go because it will take a, a toll on a, on your soul on a deeper level. So that's really important. So you will have past, you have many past lives. You may have had them all in this dimension. You may have had them in other dimensions. Um, your lifetimes are planned. You do plan them with relationships with certain people. So when I have this question a lot, did I, did I write this person into my chart? If you're asking me, yes, you absolutely wrote this person into your chart. If you are even giving it a second thought, did I write this person into my chart? Yes. You are meant to meet in this lifetime for whatever reason, good, bad, or ugly, whatever. And you are meant to have some type of interaction with them. How you choose to handle that, however, is your free will. That's why you're here. Will you always incarnate in this dimension? No, you will not. If you are from another dimension and you have incarnated in here and you never feel like you're fit or have fit right, then you most likely will probably not be back in this dimension in another lifetime. Is this your last lifetime? Everybody tells me yes, which totally cracks me up, actually. I don't want to do this again. Um, it's not everybody's last lifetime. It just depends on who you are and where you're at on your spiritual journey. Um, how do you tell if you've had a past life in a certain area, it places you're drawn to, people you are drawn to? That's a very good indicator, eras that you are drawn to, that you lived in that past life or you lived in that place. If you're feeling a drawn, it's usually in your chest area, then absolutely you probably, um, that's a very good indicator that you lived in that area, in that place, or with these people. You have stronger connection with family members and friends than you will others. Those are also indicators that you had more past lives with those people. It's not a good or a bad thing. It just is a thing. Um, scars or will indicate um, potentially things that have happened to you, so they're indicators. Anxieties, uh, if it doesn't follow something um, that has happened to you in this lifetime, yes, those are also indicators of things that has happened to you in other lifetimes. So you may want to look into that further if you have a very strange feeling about a wall or water or um, whatever. Walls, waters, those types of things are very common, a fountain maybe or something. You may want to ask yourself as you're looking at this particular place or item that's giving you anxiety, why? You may want to look a little bit deeper and see what pictures start coming to your head, what thoughts and pictures are coming in of a different lifetime. Just imagine, go back and check, ask yourself, would I have had a past life with this? And most likely you'll get a feeling, yes or no. What type of thing would have potentially happened? You'll start most likely getting some pictures that will resonate with you or an idea or a thought of something that happened to you at that time. 
And that can be helpful because then you can, your mind can realize that it did not happen from this lifetime, release it as in something that has happened from another lifetime, and then that can help to move on. And so hopefully that that answered some of your questions about past lives. I, oh, one other thing that I wanted to address is people always ask, well, what am I supposed to do with this information? What if I, what if I know that I was here or I know that I had a past life with this person or that person? You know, you're really not supposed to do anything with this information. I mean, it's something that is a very uh, cool thing to experience when you remember a past life. It's a fun thing to um, prove to you that you've lived other lifetimes, that this is not it, that you have a whole spiritual side of yourself that has a lot of memories. You know, the spiritual aspect, everybody thinks your brain is what remembers everything, your relationships, your experiences, and that's not it at all. Your brain is not what remembers it is your soul. It's this information stays with you on a soul level. Although your brain does remember, let's not, let's be truthful. I mean, your brain remembers, but what I'm saying is, uh, you're going to remember these family members on in your soul. You will remember, you will recognize, you will see them when you're in other lifetimes, um, that who you are in each lifetime stays with you. So whether you were, uh, like for instance, I, um, I, was in an oracle in one lifetime. I was hunted down as a witch in another lifetime. I A lot of lifetimes you will notice that who you are to the very core of your soul will carry over from lifetime to lifetime. Like some of your passions, some of the things you really desire that make you re- very happy, you'll notice that a lot of those actually carry from lifetime to lifetime. Who you are to the very core of your being will continue throughout lifetimes. It's not like you will become, even if you were a male um, in other lifetimes, if you were normally female or vice versa, who you are to the very core of your being is still going to be who you are to the very core of your being. You may be in different lifetimes, have different relationships, make different choices, um, do different things, but you still are you. You just are going through all these different experiences and and becoming more knowledgeable as you do so, and you're becoming smarter um, as we live more lifetimes. You're you're learning, you're advancing, you're growing, and so that's the purpose of lifetimes. You're, the purpose is to learn, grow, experience, and advance. It, that's why that we live many lifetimes, and so. Uh, awareness of other lifetimes is just that it's awareness. It's to bring awareness and knowledge and, um, it should bring awareness and knowledge to this lifetime as in, you know what I want to do, I want to make good choices while I'm here and I want to do good things and I want to live it the best that I can and make the most of my relationships. But you also want to release toxic relationships too, and not keep those in your life. So hopefully that that was helpful and answering some questions on past lives and, what's going on in that area. Don't forget to check out my Keys to Spirit World website. I always have some cool stuff going on there. And until next time, aloha. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? 
I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.